a marketing revenue and growth case study for indie podcasters, the latest from our daily newsletter at podnews.net. The host of indie fiction podcast The Programme has given Pod News readers the first look at his growth, marketing and revenue in 2021. A case study like no other, you'll see his download figures, revenue, the effect Apple Podcasts promotion has on his show, the release of a soundtrack album and his plans for the future. There's something to learn here for every podcaster. You'll find it linked from our show notes and our newsletter today. In the UK, the 2021 Audio Production Awards took place. The production company of the year was won by Listen Entertainment. We'll link to all the winners today. Acast France shares data from its network in the country. It says Apple Podcast users listen to more than three times the podcasts that Spotify users do. The company claims 16.2 million plays in France during quarter three 2021. Only Podlink is a new universal link service for your podcast with a customizable look and feel and analytics. And podcast editing software company Hindenburg has changed the name of its products, reflecting their changed customer base. Hindenburg Journalist Pro is now simply Hindenburg Pro, as one example. Software is now also available on a monthly subscription basis, as well as a normal buyout price. And like many other companies today, there's a Black Friday deal too. And in podcast news, The Animal Guide for Curious Humans is a new indie podcast about our relationship with the animal world and how we, as humans, can enjoy, revere and improve it. Hosted by Maureen Armstrong, it's from Muskoka in Canada. And in Podland News, James Cridland, that's me, and Sam Sethi, that's not, interview Lisa Laporte from Twit and Franco Solerio from podcast app Castomatic, as well as wonder what Spotify's new relationship with Netflix is all about. And that's the latest from our newsletter. For all the links, we're at podnews.net. For Pod News, I'm Evo Terra with your Minute of Pod Zen. Some once-exclusive podcasters are challenging the notion that you can never go home again. They assume their audience will be happy to see them, but reality may not line up with those assumptions. Podcasters who've gone exclusive do the calculus on moving back to free and wide distribution by making three assumptions, assumptions that could do with some challenging. Assumption number one, my existing listeners will keep listening when the podcast is no longer exclusive. Yes, I think that assumption is largely true. But what happens if the exclusive app you left is only for exclusive podcasts? Or did you burn a bridge and your podcast is no longer welcome there? And what if the listener's experience is truly better on that platform? A platform where your show is not. Assumption number two. The listeners I lost when I went exclusive will love to have my podcast back. Are you sure about that? Some grudges run deep and are hard to get over. And every lost listener found other podcasts to fill the void left by your podcast. People move on. Third assumption. Wider distribution plus loyal fans plus the fans who returned equals larger audience. The math checks out on that. But the big question is, larger audience than when? There's a very good chance you lost a lot when your podcast went exclusive. And a lot of your old fans won't return. You may have to learn a new hustle game. But please understand, I'm not opposed to shows deciding to take the exclusive route if that is the right opportunity for them. Just be sure you've thought through what happens when the exclusivity is over. The game may have changed while you are away. 
You'll find more thoughts on this topic and other questions every working podcaster should be asking themselves at podcastpontifications.com. I'm Evo Terra. This has been your Minute of Pod Zen.